0: When a person goes through Masech the Shabbos, so there's a parak of Bameh Taimin going through the halachas of HaTmanah, and the truth is, at first glance, these halachas are not really so Nege'ah who's wrapping things in wool and sand and dirt and all the other examples the Mishnahis give, but the truth is, as we've seen in the previous shiurim, and we will continue to explore some practical applications of these halachas, this can be very relevant in people's homes. So I'll give you a few questions that people ask that are discussed in the Pais Question number one. Can a person take a kogol, wrap it in parchment paper, and submerge it in their chalent right before Shabbos? So we know if it's hatmana, and it's daver ha-moisev hevel, it's increasing the heat, you cannot do that even on Friday going into Shabbos. So can a person take the kogol or kishka and submerge it in their chalant going into Shabbos? What about if you're Sephardic or some, you know, uh, Hungarians like this also? They'll have it, they'll put an egg in their chalant. So can a person do that? Can you put an egg in your chalant where the shell is, is, uh, is keeping it... Uh, it's, it's, it's wrapped in something, it's in a shell. Can you do that? A, kind of, a bag of rice, the Poiskim discussed, that's also, also found in the Sephardic Poiskim. And more of a contemporary, Shiloh, is regarding sous-vide. So sous-vide is you have a, a, a piece of meat or a piece of chicken that you'll put in a vacuum pack or Ziploc bag if you're a low-budget person, and you'll submerge it in a hot water bath or what they call a sous-vide device, And after spending many hours at a very low temperature of 157 degrees or whatever you like, you have smooth, buttery-tasting meat. So the question is, can a person do this going at the Shabbos? At first glance, there should be a problem of hatmana. Hatmana is that you're submerging in in something that's moist, it's increasing the heat, and you have hot water, so the bag of meat is is, uh, submerged and immersed in a hot water bath. Shouldn't that be a problem of hatmana? And additionally, many people have... uh, the same, similar shalom when it comes to taking a, a piece of ashrami, usually a, a thick piece of ashrami, you'll wrap it in a bag or some type of uh, plastic wrap, and you'll cook it in a pot over you know, throughout Shabbos. You'll have it for your Shabbos meal. So similar question. That's also like a similar to a sous vide device where something is in a bag. A plastic wrap and then that's going to be in a chalant or in a, in a hot water pot so the question is is this a problem of hatmana are some of them a problem what do the place can say so the first hector that we would throw out there is something we mentioned in the previous year when we discussed crock pots and that is the concept of we hold we by it, meaning Ashkenazim and many of the gadoly Hornim that hatmana but mix is not called hatmana that when something is not totally uh, submerged, totally wrapped, that is not called hatmana, and that's the backbone of the hector, of the Minnagin clients so of most, most communities, to allow the use of crockpots, your typical crockpot, without putting in, you know, aluminum foil balls and rocks. We allow the crockpots because the cover, the top, is not covered with an extra covering, and therefore there is no problem, and that would, would only be the status of hatmana, Bemixas, and it's not considered hatmana. The same would apply to a common question can a person take their soup a soup pot and you wrap it in a towel and leave it on top of your oven going into shabbos so usually the stove is off otherwise you have serious uh sakana issues which is also usher mishum sakana but let's assume the oven's on but and, and there is some heat there if the oven's off and it's not really going to add any heat so there shouldn't be a problem to do that prior to shabbos but if the oven's on or there, it's there's some heat still in the oven it's going to add heat to your towel, to your soup, so it should be a problem of hatamana. So the easiest eitza is, and this is what most people do, is that the entire soup pot is not fully, you know, it's not wrapped in the towel. There's a piece missing here, there is not fully wrapped in the bottom, so usually, or if the person knows what they're doing, they'll leave a space, a significant space that you could tell that it's not totally wrapped, that would be, that would suffice to say that it's only cold hatmana but mixas, and there will be no problem of hatamana. Someone from Masaic reached out after listening to the She'er on Thursday or Friday. He asked regarding a, cro- a crockpot bag. So if you have a crockpot ba- crock bag, so if that's submerged, that's, that's being surrounded by your crockpot, shouldn't that be a problem of hatmana? So if you use it the way they tell you to use it, we have a bag coming out from the top of your, your lid on your crockpot. So then you only have one covering. That covering is your crockpot pot cover, not the bag. The bag is hanging out, so that would obviously not be a problem. The question would be, we'll see this later on in this year, what if you leave the entire bag in your crock pot, and you close it on top, would that be a problem of Atmana? But the, the way it's recommended to be used, it would only be hatmana but makes us. So the truth is, many of the boys can say that if the, our questions regarding kugel and kishka and sous-vide, pastrami, eggs, rice, as long as it's floating on top, it's not totally submerged. There should not be a problem. That's what some of the place can say. Now, all the Paisingham would agree that if it's not fully wrapped, you have a kishka where you just put a piece of parchment paper underneath it. You didn't wrap it in parchment paper. You take a kogo, you put a little parchment paper, put a kogo on top. But it's not totally... Everyone would agree, uh, the way we understand the sugya of Atmana, that it would not be a problem. So that is Eitza number one. Now, not everyone agrees to the Eitza when... The item is fully wrapped. Additionally, sometimes it just and, and practically it doesn't work like that. The way your sous vide recipe is that it has to be totally submerged in water. Let's say you have seven kishkas in your challenge. You can't have all of them floating on top. Eggs and you have all these different things. So it's not always so feasible for a person to have this floating on top Eitsa. So again, that would be my first Eitsa. You could, in most of the pricing, would agree that it's fine. But sometimes it has to be totally submerged. So we have to look into other uh, other reasons to be makos. So what else? Why else would be makos? So There's a discussion. Maybe you never thought of this, but when a person has chicken soup, so you have chicken soup on your fire going in the Shabbos, why is the chicken not a problem of hatmana? The chicken's in my soup. It's being surrounded by water. Shouldn't that be a problem of hatmana? So with Without even getting into the question if water itself creates hatmana, let's assume it does, that water could create hatmana. So if water is surrounding my chicken, isn't that a problem, hatmana? So there's two ways that the place can answer this, and two actually opposite thoughts. The, the classic understanding is that this is called tafshel echad. This is called one, uh, one dish. It's chicken soup. The haraya. What's the proof? It gets the taste from each other. That's the way Rabbi Yashiv explains. I mean, it's not really Rabbi Yashav, It's an earlier earlier source than that, but his understanding, is this is the simple understanding, is that since it's one tafshelechad, of course that's not called atmana. So therefore Rabbi Yashav Zetzal said when it comes to taking kishka and putting it in chalant, if it in fact gets the taste from the chalant, so that's called tafshelechad even if it's wrapped in parchment paper, and he says even in foil, if it does, if the taste will will transfer from chalant to kishka, from kishka to chalant, that is called tafshelechad, and therefore there would not be a problem at all. And he says, let's say the taste of doesn't transfer. You should make holes. You make some holes in it. You punch some holes. You ever see someone doing that before Shabbos? Punching holes in their foil uh, wrapped kishka or kugel is to get this sheet of aliyash. In the minchas Yitzchak, Weiss says the same thing. So perhaps that would be one Another eighths. So if you make holes, you'd be good to go. There. That, that works for your for your uh, um, your kugel, your kishka, your eggs. So Rabbi Vatti Yosef, says that the eggs. The shell is perforated. He brings a raya from Yeridea. Fascinating discussion, Chazon So he says the eggs are not a problem. Very easy to punch a hole in it. However, if you're making your plate pastrami that's in a uh, vacuum pack or your sous vide, you, you punch a hole in it, you just ruin your entire operation. So that's not going to work. Putting a hole is not going to work. Now there's another reason brought down. Uh, this is found in the Shmir Shabbos Kachas. He quotes from Zaman Orbach Zetzel that. Another way to learn the concept of the chicken soup, the chicken soup Hector. Why is there no hotmara on the soup surrounding the chicken? So he says that this is called Schneitav Shiel, it's as if I have two different dishes on my on my stovetop. So I look at it, I look at it as if not that as if one of them is surrounding the other one. I need two hot things. I need chicken and I need soup. So Two things independent of each other are allowed to stay on the fire, and you can add carrots and onions, whatever you put in your chicken soup. So they're all considered tavshilo and agave-eish. Now, the truth is, if you go with Rav Shonem opinion, that would not apply to sous-vide. When it comes to sous-vide, I don't have two tafsila and I don't need hot water for my sous-vide and my, and my meat. No, I need the meat to be submerged in hot water in order to, to, to be able to cook the meat the proper way. So that wouldn't really apply when it comes to sous-vide. Additionally, sous-vide is not getting the taste of water. If you have a hole in it, it's actually going to ruin your whole uh, contraption, your whole sous So these hat do not apply. And if you don't want to allow it to float on, flow on top, you really get into a serious question of hatmana. So the question is, what exactly can, is there to rely on? So there's a Sif in Shulchan Aruch which discusses, it's talking about doing hatmana Shabbos Day, that if a person would wrap something, but the reason why they actually wrap it is because of the akvarim. They're worried that the mice are going to get to it. If the mice are going to get to it, it's going to ruin their food. So they're not wrapping it mishum hatmano. they're not wrapping it in order to insulate it to a certain temperature. They're wrapping it in order to get, in order to get a, uh, to, to protect the, the product. So many of the places can say this regarding kishka and regarding other foods. That's if the reason why I'm, prote- I'm wrapping it in a parchment paper. Forget about the added taste all that other stuff. I don't want it to spread all over my chalant. I want to have chalant and I want to be able to serve sliced kishka. If I just leave kishka in the chalant without without a uh, chatzita, without a separation, I'm not going to have kishka and chalant. I'll have one big yapchik, one big mush. So therefore, I'm putting this... Uh, parchment paper as a separation. So, anytime you're doing it to protect it, for, to keep its taste in, to spread, to make sure it doesn't spread, to make sure it doesn't dry out, for example, put people with challah on top of their challah, on top of their crack by this morning, and you wrap it in foil. So, again, if you're not wrapping it in t- entirely in foil, you don't have a challah, anyways. But even if you're wrapping it, entirely, in, you know, in, in aluminum foil, one could theoretically say, again, I wouldn't recommend this to but one could theoretically say I'm only doing this that so doesn't dry out. You know, sometimes you put challah on top of a crockpot, it gets very steamy and it gets uh, soggy. You don't want that, so you want to retain its taste. I'm not doing it to heat it up. Sometimes you are, but let's say you're not doing it to heat it up, so therefore it would not be a problem of Atmana. So the question, so that, that applies to kishko, that applies to challah, to challah on top of your crockpot, kugel, sous-vide the shila is at the end of the day there's two reasons why you would you would do the sous-vide that way one reason is to be able to meaning when you have a protein and you put it into a ziploc or vacuum packed bag with some spices in it it's going to cook in its own juice so there's two reasons why you ha- why that device works magic reason number one is that if you cook uh, a meat in a, in a pot all the juices leave and you have a soup. You don't have a piece of meat that you can still serve as a steak. Here, by having this plastic wrap around it, everything is contained. So that should be a heter, like the agvarm. You're maintaining the taste. On the other hand, there's another reason why the sous-vide is so special is that it maintains the temperature evenly throughout the entire bag. So that's the reason why you are specifically supposed to submerge it. So that everything is, is, has the uh, unique, sorry, has the uh, specific level temperature so you there is a cooking reason why this would be allowed so wh- why, why this is there's a cooking reason why this is done so with this in mind that's why you'll see some places come on they see that this is the way to, to cook it and keep the temperature a certain temperature you want to keep it at 160 degrees that is the definition of atmano well, others will say no the reason why it's wrapped like that is because you don't want it to spread so that that's the mach like so again you want to, the, the way to avoid this whole shila is to do hatmana of have a little bit floating on top. If you cannot do that, so then you're, you're relying on the concept that taste, uh, it's, it's, it's just there to maintain the taste, that doesn't spread. You're relying on that hatter. I'll throw in a few other hatterim. We mentioned from the Shiboli HaLeket, from any of the, uh, the Rishonim, that anything that's done hatman so let's say you're serving at Shabbos Day, there are many uh, other places in the Ramah brings this, that hatmana for Shabbos morning was not b'chalau hagzero. Again, we don't rely on this, the But now that we broke it up, that there's even a shiloh if this is even called hatmana, because you're doing it for uh, your, your Shabbos day and you're, sorry, you're doing it to make sure that the, the taste doesn't spread out. So then one can rely that, that uh, this is not called hatmana. That would be my psak based on those considerations.